and welcome to Music Astrology Podcast. I just fucked that up. <laughs> uh, oh my stop. Do, do you want to say it? Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. And welcome. Do you want me to say it right now? Yeah, yeah. And welcome to Oh My Stars, a music astrology podcast. Hey there. And on uh, this show, we explore the connections between your personal astrology and the music that you love. And then should we just introduce ourselves? Yeah, um, we don't have any guests today because this is the first episode. Um, but you're probably wondering who who's even talking to you right now. Um, <laughs> I'm Amy Rowe, <laughs> and I'm a sort of music writer, not really these days. Um, uh, I'm a copy editor as well, but I wrote about music for the New York Daily News and ad hoc, and pretty much when concerts went away, my output declined, but trying to get back into the passion of it with this podcast. And Stefan? Yeah, hey guys, so, <laughs> and girls, and whoever uh, listening, uh, my name is Stefan DeFiori, and, um, in terms of music, I'm I'm a musician myself. I love it. It's the thing I spend my most of my time doing. Uh, I've written for my own blog, nothing as cool as Amy, but um, I think uh, we both are just like true, true fans of music, and that's kind of like why why we found each other. Music is life. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, and then on the astrology side, I guess um, I got more into astrology during the pandemic. Uh, I always was, like, kind of curious about it, but I really, in the last, like, year or two, um, have gotten more into it. Uh, same here. Um, well, when I was in middle school, I did, you could find me in the Barnes & Noble astrology book section aisle, thumbing through it. I had, like, a Houdini obsession and things like that. I was into the occult, but then life took over, schools and... I dropped off, but I recently reconnected with it because it's such a trendy thing now on Twitter, and I was diagnosed with MS during the pandemic, and that makes a person understandably spiritual, I think. So, um, yeah. Also, yes, I'm a Scorpio from New Jersey, um, <laughs> and my moon is in Sagittarius, and my rising sign is Cancer. And Stefan is... Yeah, so I, um, I'm a Massachusetts boy, originally, <laughs> uh, New Englander, unfortunately, uh, but we both live in New York. Um, I am a Pisces sun, an Aries moon, and a Capricorn rising. So basically all three of those are constantly, like, fighting each other, you know, within me. Uh, but I, I most identify as a Pisces because I'm a little emo bitch. But we're both um, emo as fuck because of the time we grew up into with how big Taking Back Sunday was when I was, you know, going to concerts at first and and we're both water signs so we yeah. get along famously. It's great. And that's also the emo thing too is being water sign. Water game. Um, uh for the, you know, the pop punk thing though or whatever. Um my high school yearbook quote is uh embarrassingly it's a fall boy quote. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, well, what was the quote? Um, so it's from the song Grenade Jumper, and it's, uh, my heart beats in, or my heart ticks in beat with these kids that I grew up with living like life's going out of style. 
Oh, wow. Mine was, Whoa. like, some lame John Lennon quote that I, like, picked out of, like, Google, because I was just like, what is this going to look like in this many years? Yeah. I mean, I feel like most people, <laughs> that's normal. My thought way too much about mine, and um, it's not that cool now, but I think it was. <laughs> well, hey. Yeah. At least it's a sign of the times. <laughs> I guess so. Um, cool. Well, I guess... Normally, we would then introduce a guest, if we had one, and ask them about what they're... Specifically, on this show, we'll be talking about mostly sun, moon, and rising, as, you know, those are really indicative of, like, your personality and how you come off to other people, and then kind of your gooey emotional center. And to keep it from getting too in the weeds for people who might not be that into astrology, if you are listening, or... And three is a magic number, as we know. That's true. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Well, I think we should, um, what's, what's music, have you been listening to anything recently that, like, has been exciting to you, or even going back to old stuff recently that yeah, well, been helping? Honestly, <laughs> Just with life. when I'm depressed, I don't listen to a ton of new music, or it's hard for me to really throw myself into new stuff, um, and it's been, you know, it's COVID winter, um... But I today I watched the music video for SZA's Good Days, and uh, I love SZA, and um, her new stuff has been promising. She's had two new singles come out um, since Control, which is a forever favorite for me. Um, Same here. Yeah, and then um, I just keep going back to things that make me feel good. Um, I I love punk um, and post-punk. I've listening to, like, X-Ray Specs and, uh, Sleater Kinney, um, Sonic Youth, uh, just things that are sonically pleasing, I guess. Uh, what about you? Um, I'm, I'm gonna sound more like Gen Z right now, I feel like, and even though I'm, I am a millennial, I've been listening to, like, just a lot of stuff that, um, has come out in, like, the last couple months. Uh-huh. I feel like, um, 2021 has already been a pretty, a pretty good year. Um, I'll be playing catch up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you'll have all year, so. (laughs) Um, do you know, like, Jasmine Sullivan? I don't. Um, she's an R&B singer. She's, she's phenomenal. Um, I've also been listening to this newer artist I'd never heard of before named Healy. Healy. Um, but he's like, if you ever, or if you're familiar with Pollen, the Spotify playlist Pollen. Um, I'm not. Well, I'm just... on Apple. Mu- this is an Apple Music oh, yeah, versus fuck. Spotify. Oh, you're right. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna run into this. Um, <laughs> let's use YouTube, I guess. Yeah, that's okay though. That's for everyone. Yeah. Um, well, YouTube playlists are the best because you can. Yeah. Um, They're just you can put the music videos on there. That's super cool. super shareable. Oh, but I did forget. I have been vibing with Danielle Harl's uh, new album, Harl Core. Okay, um, I like that name. <laughs> he's a. Uh, He's, like, one of the PC music, uh, creators, um, and I love this hyper-pop movement that's kind of evolved out of their work with, like, Charlie XCX, and it's spawning all of these, you know, other youngsters who are following in their footsteps, and Danny Harl works with some really cool DJs and does some really club-ready, but weird bangers. <laughs> Is that what you, like, that's hyper-pop? Like, how you yeah, I would yeah. say, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, was Sophie part of that, too? Yeah, Sophie was. Rest in peace, Sophie. R.I.P. Yeah, that's 
we can dedicate this this episode goes out to Sophie and all the uh, prodigies that will follow because of her. Yeah, four went out, and she she went out doing something she loved, which was trying to um, connect with like the moon, right? Yeah, she so, was into astrology. Well, obviously, Sophie was something of a witch. Um, I'm not. Let's let's see. What was Sophie? Sophie's sun sign is. She's January 30, so that means she's Aquarius, right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Um, hmm. Interesting. I mean, do you feel like... I, I honestly didn't... Re- I've heard some of her songs, but I'm nowhere as familiar with her as you are. Um, do you think that kind of fits based on the music? I think so, because her music's very intelligent and introspective, and I think Aquarians are that way. Um, and they're very... They're not as talkative... Um, when, I guess when it's on a subject that they're private about or something like that, so. True. I remember this one interview with Sophie on the red carpet where she was, like, kind of, not cold, but just, like, didn't really play along with, like, the Hollywood Mm -hmm. bullshit questioning when she was at the Grammys, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, from the little I do know about her, she seems pretty, like, uh, unique and, like, kind of eccentric, and I think those are definitely, like, Aquarius qualities. Oh, she was. I saw her for the first time, um, at Elsewhere here in Brooklyn, um, and it was just a mind-blowing show that I'll never forget, and I consider myself lucky to have been in her presence more than once. It's beautiful. (laughs) Really? (laughs) No, it is. Um, If I met Sophie before she passed, I would be, like, Wayne in Wayne's world and be like, I'm not worthy. (laughs) I'm not worthy. Well, I'm I'm sad that I'm getting more familiarized with her now, but at least, like, and this is maybe corny to say, but when musicians die, their music lives on. And, like, so we have that. We have that from her. And... Uh, that's how I was. I, I didn't get into American water heavy until David Berman passed away. And, um, and even when it's not, if it's just the death of a band, like one that's breaking up, that actually, I, I knew Daft Punk songs, but I never did like deep dive Daft Punk until the news that they broke up recently. So I, I've been listening to their Apple music playlist and it made me get back into, um, I love the song they did on Random Access Memories with Panda Bear from Animal Collective. Oh, right. I mean, that, yeah, that whole album is incredible. Um, yeah. Yeah, so whenever you're listening to this, Daft Punk uh, this past week said that they were broken up, which to me, honestly, wasn't that big of, it was a big deal, but it they wasn't that active. surprising. Yeah, exactly. They hadn't been, they hadn't put something out in like, what, like eight years, seven or eight years? Yeah, it's So like, y- they were already broken up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in my mind um yeah i feel like this was just maybe like push like uh if they're gonna release a greatest hits thing like maybe get people thinking about them again oh my god the discourse man yeah. um yeah it's crazy <laughs> it really is uh what are you gonna do yeah, just be robots, I guess. Or not, or not be robots. I guess they're choosing to be human now. Well, they just inspired so many artists <laughs> who followed, so... Yeah. Cheers to Daft Punk. Yeah. Another one to pour out. But, yeah. um... <laughs> I guess now, let like, we would... After talking about just kind of what we're... What we've been listening to, general music news, um... We would get to the guest and... 
every guest we're gonna have on, um, we're gonna ask them ahead of time to think of an artist that they like just really connect with on some level, whether it's like the music or the vocals, lyrics, whatever it is about the music they connect with. And then we're gonna look at the musician they chose, their three signs that we mentioned earlier, sun, moon, and if it's available, rising. And then we're gonna compare that to our guests um, and just try to make connections and you know point, point stuff out. Um, with us today, do you each, should we each choose a different person or do you want to just kind of hop around like we were talking about earlier? Um, we could each choose one, but then, and say our piece yeah. and then the other one, you know, we can weigh in as well. Um, because it's clear that we have very similar music taste. So we do. That's why we're doing this, uh, <laughs> this podcast together, um, which makes sense. Well, um, so do you want to start? Because actually, Stefan and I met through our friend Thomas, who was Stefan's roommate, and my uh, he's a fo- was a photo editor at the Daily News when I worked there as a copy editor, and when I was writing about music, and Thomas and I uh, finagled our way into many shows um, by you know flashing our press passes basically, and he would shoot them, and I would write stories. Um, and I met Stefan at a party there at their apartment. And I remember we were listening to Pyramids by Frank Ocean, which is still a banger, but very, very 2012 or whatever the fuck yeah. year that came out. Yeah. I mean, speaking of Daft Punk, um, I feel like that song, the electronic parts of that song are definitely, that's, that's influenced by Daft Punk. That totally is. Yeah. It's so like, and then the way... The song changes. Um, it's, it's, it's incredible. Like, it's incredible, and that's why it's like I love that song. And then on Blonde Nights is like the same longer song that has a total mm-hmm. tempo change. And, right, you get that like beat, in the middle. Beat switch. It's yeah. like two songs. It is. It is, and with with pyramids. Um, and I learned this from the podcast dissect. I wasn't smart enough to figure this out on my own, but that um, like. The way that the like um, the song is building up is like one side of a pyramid, and then it's making a triangle and going back down and slowing down in the second verse. And so, it's, if you look at it, it like the way that it would like ebb and flow up, mm-hmm. up and then down, uh, is creating like the peak of a pyramid. Yeah. And that's like why he did that. Um, oh, that's really yeah deep, Frank. It is, and I just I think. You know, he's definitely one of my favorite current artists and also just, like, a favorite all-time um, because I think he's he's taken so many genres. Like, you could blanket call him, like, just R&B or whatever, pop, but, like, he's in- incorporated so many genres at this point together. Um, he's, like, started, like, rapping more, um, which I think is really interesting. I prefer him as a singer, but I-, I still think he just has such a cool voice that even when he raps, like, I don't even really care as much what he's saying, but... Just the way he says it. I like, love his cool. verse on Oldie with Odd yeah. Future, yeah. Oh, I mean, that's, yeah, that's fire. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also an Earl Sweatshirt song that he's on called Sunday that um, he, like, talks about um, when he won a Grammy, like, after that uh, fight he had with Chris Brown, where Chris Brown and a couple of his friends, like, just, like, beat up Frank Ocean because he, like, they were going in and out of a studio and he, like, said something, like just like sarcastic or something to Chris Brown's crew and they were like oh you want to like throw down (laughs) yeah uh wow yeah (laughs) I don't actually know I don't know that one um 
but but so Frank's a Scorpio. Yes, he is. Uh, what are his, a, what uh, Scorpio are his, sun? Yeah. What are his moon and risings? Uh, let me look that up. But yeah, I think like that makes a ton of sense that we'd both like him for that reason alone because, like you said earlier, you're Scorpio, your sun sign. I'm a Pisces, a fellow water sign. And uh, I guess we should let people know that we are water sign apologists because we both are them. We also like cancers. Um, I've dated, um, you know, Scorpio, lived with them before. I um, also dated and lived with the Scorpio. Um, and I'm a Cancer Rising. And my first boyfriend is was a Cancer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I've dated... One for a while, and then my dad was also a Scorpio, um, and... I'm the only water sign in my immediate family. Oh, interesting. But I don't know their moon and ascendant. Okay, so he is... Frank is a Scorpio sun, like we said. He is a Capricorn moon. Okay, I'm a, I'm a Capricorn rising. I was just... Um, I just broke up with a Capricorn, and the Capri he's a Capricorn sun, Capricorn rising. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, that definitely makes sense there. What's his, um, do they have his ascendant? I'm not seeing it here. That's okay, we can just work with the moon and sun. Yeah, we'll, um, we'll do our research better next time. Yeah, also, uh, <laughs> like, also, I recently learned that, like, the house, like, we don't know shit about the houses, really. Yeah, and, of course, like, I think this is something we can kind of develop over time, but... Like, that, trying to find that balance between, like, talking about astrology, obviously, that's, you know, main component of it. But also, like, not getting, I don't want to get into it too much where, like, people that are really here more for the music talk are, like, alienated from it. And, like, are just, like, I don't care that much about, like, the houses. You know? Yeah, like, totally. That's more than I need to know kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think at least sun and, and moon, I think, is important for musicians because... You know, it's how, it's your emotions, um, your moon sign. So, uh, that's, it's gotta be, like, you know, so, so part of your process, um, mm -hmm. I would imagine. Um, with, whereas with rising, like, it's really more of just your social mask, what you're presenting to people. Um, so I guess you could, if you had a lot of bravado and, like, um, you wanted just people to think you were a certain way, mm -hmm. um, I feel like you're, you're rising as a musician is more about like would be more about like your um reputation and um, when you go to award shows things like that like your your public percept um perception i guess yeah but yeah so so frank is a capricorn moon um i feel like i feel like that is very interesting because scorpio and capricorn are very complementary yeah true um, I think actually, if you want to pull, we've been, we both have been vibing with this book called The Astrology of Sex and Love, or Love and Sex. Um, Who, who's it by? It's by Annabelle Gott. She's the, the astrologer for Broadly, which is a vice vertical. And shout out to Annabelle, um, because this is a scary accurate book. Yeah, it's a great book. Um, if you like astrology, check it out. Definitely buy it. And, um... She will hopefully be a future guest on this podcast. Uh, we are Twitter mutuals, so yeah. Um, but let's let's read the uh, Capricorn and Scorpio match um, because it really resonated with me as somebody who 
is with or was with a Capricorn. Um, so Scorpio is ruled by Mars and Pluto and Capricorn is ruled by Saturn. Without launching into a whole lesson on astrology, these are intense planets. So yep, Frank is very intense. He's an intense fellow. Mars battles, Pluto destroys, Saturn imposes limitations, yet somehow these two have so much fun together. <laughs> Perhaps it's because they both have strategic minds and they enjoy plotting schemes together. Um, to Capricorn, there's no one cooler than Scorpio, and to Scorpio, Cap's brain is a major turn-on. That was very, very much my relationship. And Frank is smart. And to have these dualities is very interesting. Um, he's cool as fuck, too. He is. And I think another thing, too, like, Capricorns are usually pretty, like, serious people. Like, they're determined and, like, mm-hmm. they're like, yeah, I don't fuck around. And I feel like that's, like, even though he's, like, this cool laid-back guy, like, just how he, especially how he's managed his own career, uh, he doesn't fuck around in this guy. He and, doesn't. Like, I respect that. He's not on social media either. But and the, that's He's the really Capricorn, disciplined. That's a Capricorn thing, too, is yeah. not laying it all out there for the mm-hmm. public. Mm-hmm. Being, being a private person. And he's very, he won't do interviews with journalists, yeah. really. He had Timothy Chalamet interview him, which <laughs> was very offensive to me. Like, oh, really? Well, because I think I could interview Frank. Oh, oh, sure. I thought you just meant, like, <laughs> I thought you meant he said something offensive. Like, obviously, him, a yeah. Scorpio from New Jersey should be interviewing Frank. I agree. Um, um, Frank, if you're listening, please <laughs> call us. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're welcome anytime, Frank. <laughs> Um, when I actually saw Frank Ocean, uh, well, first of all, he's very, he's a perfectionist, obviously, because Mm -hmm. he canceled his festival date at Primavera because they couldn't do his elaborate stage setup the way he wanted. And that's when I was supposed to see him the first time, but then I came back to New York and was able to cover Panorama Music Festival. And when I saw him, it was basically, like, Beatlemania. Yeah, I bet. I've never seen him live before, which is, I kind of hate myself for, but I'm sure, I've watched videos of um, when you saw him, what you were just talking about, and it's, yeah, it looks, it looks epic. Um, And he did his, like, monitors uh, for his ears, like, he had, like, these huge uh, puffy over-the-ear headphones, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's really cool that he did that. Um, and it makes sense, like, he wants to, like, you know, make sure he can hear himself, like, to sound his best. Definitely. He's, like, set, like a perfectionist in that sense. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that's another reason why maybe he doesn't tour that much is, like, he, it might take a lot out of him, and I feel like he would never want to, like, have a night where he, like, went out and, like, didn't sound that good and, like, you know, like... I feel like he would, like, kind of hold that grudge against himself. Definitely, yeah. Um, and he's he's just a complicated man. He is. He sees both sides like Chanel. <laughs> he does. You're right. Um, and I've been thinking about that, too, lately, because uh, earlier Stefan and I were talking about intuition. And I can literally see the, like, both sides of, like, any issue. And, like, see why some people might... 10 toward one versus the other sure yeah i that's surprising in the sense though that that's a libra quality a lot of the time that kind of like the holding the two scales you know well my venus is in libra ah i see okay but that's not necessarily that's how you love though yeah that's how i feel like i don't have any other libra placements but no i guess that's right but i thought that i don't really think keeping it in balance is like 
an intuition thing. Like, okay, yeah. Yeah. That's true. But, um, I don't know. I mean, what do you think he means by I see both sides like Chanel? I mean, I really don't think it's that deep. I think <laughs> it's really, he's just like, yeah, I, I mean, he doesn't like to categorize his sexuality, but, like, I feel like he's bi from, like, what we, like, were, you know, say, I, I'm about. high and I'm bi, oh wait, no, I'm straight. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> Back to that, um, oldie, oldie verse. Um, that music video for that is really funny, too. <laughs> They're all just There's so standing much around. fun. Shouts out to Frankie Ocean. <laughs> um, so anything else about Frank that we want to talk about you relating to him? I just think that he is kind of one of, he's one of our generations. We're both millennials. Um, he's like an icon for our generation, basically, in terms of music. I just think, like, years from now, there's so many other artists that aren't going to still be part of the conversation culturally, and I just feel like he will continue to, like, you know, even if it's more in, I guess, like, a cult following kind of way, I, th- he's going to, you know, continue to just, like, have people love him forever, and it makes sense, because it's, even, even though it's new music, or relatively now, uh, we're into his career, but it's that thing that makes you feel nostalgic for something that's new, it's, like, he he takes sounds from like different eras and and updates them and still makes them feel like new and modern, which yeah. is like you know I guess all musicians are trying to do that to a degree. But uh, I think he's yeah he's just one of a kind. Definitely, definitely. Um, um, we love you, Frank. Yeah. Um, Nothing but love for you. <laughs> That's a good segue, um, because then we could also I mean she's also a Scorpio, but. Uh, uh, let's look up SZA's I'll look it up her birth chart other things about SZA that are that I have in common with her um, we're both from New Jersey her last name is also Roe uh, and she was born this, the day before me a year before me I believe but let me um, her birthday is November 8th 1990 and I was born November 9th 1991 whoa that's, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> so, yeah, so I feel like I completely, everything she sings about on Control, even though I've never been one to have, like, be in a relationship in which I'm the one taking the weekends, um, I still very much identify with her emotions that she expresses on that album, and it's very much, like, a girl, I mean... No, okay, sorry, why I'm making it, I was just making a face, um, (laughs) but it's because I just looked, and I've never looked this up before for her, um, again, we'll do better research next time, but she is a Pisces moon, so that's, Oh my god, wow, girl, okay, so, so that's why I, that's why I'm also not available? What's that? Um, well, the site I'm using, uh, it doesn't display it, uh, Isn't Mega also a Pisces moon? Our friend, Mega. I don't know. I think so, I believe, yeah. You know, I've never met a Pisces rising. I don't know if I have either, honestly. That must be oh, rare. Um, oh, I can find it now. Wow. I can go back and look at Frank's in a second, but she's a um, she's Capricorn rising. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. wow. Yep. So I'm, I'm a Capricorn. Wow. So I'm a Capricorn rising. Wow, you guys rising. really vibe. I'm a Pisces. She's um Scorpio, but her And we vibe, Pisces. too, because she, I'm attracted to Capricorns, <laughs> and... <laughs> Um, Pisces are my friends. Yeah. So that's, that's beautiful. Um, let's 
give Frank uh, his just um, review with... Oh, yeah, I guess it was displaying on Sis's profile because I guess she's, like, said it openly before. Um, right, I'm there's... sure Frank probably doesn't care about this shit. Well, I he might. I could, I could see him being a little bit into it. Um, I feel like music people are more prone to actually care about astrology, or just, like, creatives yeah. in general. Yeah, uh, but because, you know, your ascendant or, or your rising is determined by the time you were born, um, that, you know, he's a private guy, Frank, so maybe that information is just, like, not easily available. And yeah. he's never, like, I'm sure he's never tweeted, like, Hey, I'm a sun, this, moon, this, rising, that, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we Oh, so today is March 6th, we're recording this, um, is Tyler the Creator's birthday. Happy birthday, Tyler! And, uh, I believe you said he is also a Pisces, right? Yes, it, well, it is... Is it Pisces Oh, right, Pisces oh, season? duh, uh, my birthday is tomorrow, I'm an idiot. Happy like, birthday Yeah, I guess he said, he said he's a Pisces. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, so that's cool. Happy birthday to Stefan! Thank you. How old are you? Um, I'm gonna be 19 years old. That's, um, that's really exciting. So you're gonna be 29? Yeah, 29, yeah. 29, feeling fine. Uh, 1992 crew. I'm on Tyler's page now, uh, on the site. I'm, we're using astrocharts.com, by the way, when I look this stuff up. Uh, so... We just said he's a Sun Pisces, he's a Moon Scorpio. Oh, Jesus. And he is a Leo Ascendant. It makes so much sense because he's so, he has that bravado. He has that, like, he wants you to know he's confident. Is he completely gay? I'm not sure, to be honest. I don't know if he's, like, really publicly said anything about it, to be honest. According to 70s astrology lore, um, Scorpio's best match is a Leo. So, to find out that he, I, you know, I don't usually come across people who have Leo in, I mean, I don't, I don't ask enough people, honestly, but, but Leo rising yeah. is interesting. Because it's in the rising position, I feel like it's something where he's not actually that confident. He's a Pisces, right? But he just wants to project, that it's that social mask, it's him. He's got like, that lion. I want you to yeah. know that I'm confident, even though he... You know, he's he's a he's but a he's introverted. He's introverted. He's introverted. Sure. He's also just kind of pretty emotional. And he's fucking weird. Um, yeah. So Pisces are cool, man. <laughs> and Scorpio. Wow, I can't believe he's got the Scorp Moon. Yeah, well, that's uh, incredible. So I don't even know if this is true, but my friend who's into astrology told me that if you were born at night, then your moon sign is more significant. Oh, interesting. I was so I'm not gonna give everyone the exact time, but I was born at around four in the morning. So it, would that be night or morning technically? I think if it's dark. Yeah, then, it's still then, dark. Yeah. it was still dark. And that's witching hour. It is. Oh yeah. Wait, that's true. Well, I'm wearing a seance. Um, let's have a seance sweatshirt. So I want to be a witch. Like I, I'm aspiring witch. But... I think we are both aspiring witches because. Yeah. Or would I don't... be a wizard or what? I don't know. You'd be a warlock. Point. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> no, wait, no. Warlocks are, are like, evil. I don't want to use Oh, yeah, no, no. I want to be a good... I think you'd be a wizard, then. Yeah, I want to be Harry Potter. Um, the wonderful wizard of Oz. I have a tattoo... Or, or, I have multiple tattoos, but one of them is a triangle and a circle um, overlapping, and when people usually see it, they're like, oh, is that the Deathly Hallows sign? Well, actually, Stefan and I had a little disagreement. It's not, by the way. It's not. It's <laughs> it's something else. Um, well, if you... If we wanted to introduce numerology, which oh, is God. a whole okay. other can of worms. <laughs> this is not a numerology podcast, but sure, we can talk about it sometimes. I don't really believe in it at all, but go well, ahead. Well, I... We've been seeing, because we both, well, I moved out of Greenpoint, but we were living in Greenpoint, and uh, 
there's been a lot of street art that's popped up during the pandemic because people don't have anything else to do. And there is 666 Love Yourself. That is this new... I mean, I don't know. Like, maybe that's a thing. But as a Catholic <laughs> girl... Well, I'm not really Catholic anymore, but that's how I was raised. Uh, you want to stay away from the devil. Um, yeah, I mean... <laughs> I feel like this could be a whole episode, really. Um, it, can, not of this podcast. Them. Not yeah. even of this podcast. Of just um, one about religion, maybe. but Or numerology. Um, I just think it's funny. That's really all. <laughs> because I don't believe in it. And I think, like, just the traditional God-Devil, like, dichotomy, I just think is, like, how our human brains, like, are trying to make sense of, like, a higher being. But it's in... At least in my opinion, it's... Because I'm would consider myself agnostic. I was raised Catholic, but uh, I think there's something greater than us. I just think it's so much greater that we can't even really conceive. It's not, mo we're not modeled after it. You know, it's like a force of nature or something like that. Right. You know? um, so then to like... Uh, Anthropomorphize. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> not, because this, that doesn't even make, I was just going to say, we make the devil look like a man, make God look like a man. Uh, I don't, the devil, I just I think it's a... He's like a cartoon character, and so 666, if that really, like, offends people, I just think it's, it's kind of ridiculous, but maybe that's insensitive of me. If, <laughs> I don't want to offend you with it, but... Um, oh, no. I also saw it, for context, written on a bathroom um, stall in a gas station bathroom, and then right after I saw it, uh, 666, Love Yourself, I went outside and then, like, uh, got dumped, so... I just think it's also funny that it was like, I saw it right before that happened. So maybe it is bad luck. Maybe it is bad. <laughs> if that's like what happened. I mean, like, is it omen? <laughs> uh, some kind of omen? Yeah, maybe it was. But it was also telling me, and it's paired with the love yourself part. I think we, we're really emotional. We need to love ourselves um, as water signs. Uh, so I don't know. More to come. I, I don't want this to be a numerology podcast. But no, that was no. fun to talk about. Yeah, though. yeah. You got us sometimes. Um, Okay, well, I think we we generally want to um, end shows in the future with, with guests, um, like, promoting something. We want to try to have a lot of musicians on, so if they want to promote, um, play a song that of their own, whatever. Um, also, I think if they will just love music or have worked in the music industry, um, and our, our friend will ask them to just choose a song that they really love to write out on, basically, um, and... I should change how I say that because on the Daily Zeitgeist, that's how they end their episodes. They're like, we're going to, this is my favorite podcast, by the way. Oh, yeah. Um, it, at the end, they're like, we're going to ride out on this song. But that is kind of, you know, what we're talking about here, but not to, like, rip them off. Play us off! Um, yeah, so I guess because we don't have a guest, um, is there You want to do Good Days by SZA? Yeah, that feels appropriate. That definitely feels appropriate. Okay, well, I think this was a lot of fun. And, um, I think we got a cool idea for a podcast here. I think so, too. Um, so, without further ado, thank you guys for listening, uh, if we actually, like, publish this, but, um, we'll assume <laughs> we do. But, uh, this is Good Days by, uh, SZA. Good day, mama, safe to take a step out, get some